You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, February the 8th, 2024. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. In the north, an IDF warrant officer was seriously wounded and two other soldiers were lightly hurt by Hezbollah rocket fire from Lebanon this morning toward Kiryat Shmona, Biranit and the Khermon. The injured were evacuated to hospital for treatment. Their families have been notified. One of the rockets fired toward the Khermon was intercepted. The IDF responded with strikes on Hezbollah targets in the Al-Khiam region in Lebanon. In the wake of the rocket fire this morning, many roads in the north were blocked. In the south, three rockets were launched from the Gaza Strip towards Derot. One was intercepted. Two others fell outside the town. There were no reports of injuries or damage. Kibbutz Be'eri has announced that the family of 73-year-old Mani Godard has been informed that he was murdered and his body is being held by terrorists in Gaza. Until now, the assessment was that Godard was murdered, but his body was never found. His wife, Ayelet, was murdered in the October 7th attack on their home in the kibbutz. The couple is survived by four children and six grandchildren. A shooting attack in Samaria with no casualties. At the Mangalim Junction by Shave Shomron, a terrorist opened fire at IDF forces, striking the helmet of one of the soldiers. There were no Israeli casualties. The force neutralized the terrorist, identified as a 28-year-old Palestinian. Two other Palestinians who were in another vehicle were injured, apparently from terrorist gunfire. IDF forces operating in Hebron overnight demolished the home of one of the perpetrators of a de- deadly November shooting attack at the tunnels checkpoint on Route 60 south of Jerusalem, in which a military police soldier was killed. Also, Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested eight wanted Palestinians. The Israel-Hamas war IDF forces have killed terrorists in close combat and arrested dozens of suspects in terror involvement. In western Khan Yunis and the south of the Gaza Strip, more than 20 terrorists were killed in the past day and dozens more were arrested for suspected terror involvement, including a member of the Hamas Nochba unit and two other terrorists who took part in the October 7th attack. Israeli forces raiding terror infrastructure uncovered long-range rockets and anti-tank rockets. IDF forces operating in the northern Gaza Strip killed 10 terrorists. Several others were killed in the central Gaza Strip. The Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza says that more than 27,800 Palestinians have been killed in the Gaza Strip since the start of the war. The figures, which are unverified, do not differentiate between combatants and civilians. Contacts on a hostage release deal. Hamas says that a delegation from the organization led by the deputy head of the Hamas Political Bureau has arrived in Cairo to continue talks on a ceasefire. Earlier, a member of the Political Bureau, Razi Hamid, said that the Hamas response to the Paris framework for a deal is negotiable. Speaking to a Saudi network, he said Hamas maintains that its position is reasonable, rational, and implementable. 
Israeli cabinet ministers Benny Gantz and Gadi Eisenkot of the National Unity Party met this morning with the visiting U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Gantz thanked Blinken for the Biden administration's efforts, the U.S. commitment to Israel's security, and efforts to bring about a framework for the release of the hostages. Gantz said that in order to ensure the entry of humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip, it must be ensured that it is not reaching Hamas. Gantz stressed that the continued transfer of aid via Hamas makes it possible for the terror group to harm the Gazan residents and to prolong the war. The U.S. Secretary of State asked in a news conference last night about Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's dismissal of Hamas demands in its response to the hostage proposal framework, said that while the Hamas proposal contains some non-starters, he thinks there is still space for negotiation toward an agreement. Prime Minister Netanyahu, in televised remarks last night, dismissed as delusional Hamas's demands on a hostage and ceasefire deal and declared that Israel will continue until the end, defeating Hamas. He also argued that increased military pressure on the terror group will raise the chances to free the captives. Released Israeli hostages held a news conference in Tel Aviv last night urging the prime minister to reach a deal to ensure the return of the remaining 136 hostages held by the Hamas terror groups in the Gaza Strip. Released hostage Adina Moshe, directing remarks to Netanyahu, said, It is all in your hands. You are the one. You are the one who can. And I am very afraid if you continue on this path to dismantle Hamas, there will be no more hostages to release. Israeli President Isaac Herzog and the visiting Argentine President Javier Mille this morning visited kibbutz near Oz in the Gaza periphery, which was one of the most ravaged communities in the October 7th Hamas attack. They visited several of the homes. The weather outlook, warm for the time of year, slightly cooler tomorrow with a further drop in temperatures on Saturday. Local rain from the north to the northern Negev through the afternoon hours. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv and Haifa 19, Beersheba 22, and Inilat going up to 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.